Hi guys, welcome back to Kakuna Cricket Cast. I'm your host Pratham. I'm joined by my mate Rowan, and today we're going to be discussing the first match of this 2022 IPL season, a showdown between the finalists of last season, Chennai Super Kings and Kolkata Knight Riders. And Rowan, the first thing I just wanted to say, man, is um, it's great to be back covering the IPL. We, yeah. we sort of started out <laughs> the show doing it one year ago. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so kind of happy about that, man. Um, geez, uh, we need to go back and look at like our clips from like one year ago to see how like how terrible of a job we did. <laughs> yeah, 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 oh, yeah. yeah. A lot of fun though. We've had a lot of fun over the last year, just following cricket and coming back to another IPL final. Uh, not final. I feel first match. Yeah, played uh, by the finalists of last yeah. season. See, we're not perfect still, uh, but <laughs> no, but um, no, it's been good, man. Um, I and, I, and, and as, as a semblance of uh, deferment to the victors, I'm wearing KKR of purple. Uh, this actually had nothing to do with the uh, deferment to the victors. It's simply because I I grabbed that out of my clothes and uh, my dresser today morning. It's like. <laughs> You've got to, you've got to like commit to the bit, dude. <laughs> nah, um, well, you know, you know me. Yeah, no, fair enough, man. I mean, there's a, there's a reason why I'm out here in the crowd corner. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm wearing orange, so I can't even claim anything of that sort. Um, oh, orange but... cap, maybe. Nice. Um, but no. Uh, all right. All jokes and fun apart. Um. Let's get down to the match itself, right? Uh, and this was a really um, interesting match to start off the season with. Yeah, I, I um, like the word interesting because it wasn't a fun match. No, it wasn't a fun match. It, it was kind of one-sided in the end. But it was interesting because there was a lot of things we kind of expected to happen that didn't really happen. So let's get down to the details about that. And let's actually start off with talking about the squads in relation to that. So in terms of the squads, and in particular in terms of the teams that were selected for this match, right? We have KKR's team, Venkatesh Ayer opening alongside Ajinkya Rahane, Alex Hills having to go back home, so Rahane comes in as the domestic opener for that performance, Ayer the captain at three, Rana at four, Billings at five, the all-rounders in Russell, Narayan, uh, Jackson the wicketkeeper, Nominally at eight, although we saw something different in this match. Um, Umesh Yadav, Mavi, uh, and Chakravarti being the bowlers that bring up the unit. For CSK, um, a new look squad as well. I know, Rowan, that you definitely have some thoughts about how yeah. that squad is. But the, 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 the side that was picked today, right, was um, Guy Quad. Um, from, I mean, he was, he was pretty much a constant. Devin Conway being the new opener. And, in the ranks, um, and a new team member who's opening alongside Guy Court. Uttapa at three, Ryudu at four, Jadeja now the captain of CSK at five. Last minute change. Yeah, so that that definitely was a came as a shock to me. I wasn't expecting it. Um, Dhoni, the wicketkeeper, you know, six. Then you have the likes of Dubey, Santner, Bravo, Mill, and then Deshpande, who are the bowlers come bowling all rounders that then make up the playing 11. Now, obviously, guys, over the course of the match, the actual order in which they came out to bat was a little bit different, but that was prior to the start of the match, what we were given to understand would be the 
composition of the 11. Um, yeah. But if we start with KKR, right? Um, the I thought it was a pretty good squad given some of the constraints they had. No Pat Cummins. He's in uh, Pakistan celebrating the Australian Test team win. He's been playing the, a series there. So uh, I, I understood it in that context. And they, it was mostly a pretty good uh, 11 that they, I thought they picked. But I thought the decision to pick two wicket keepers in Sam Billings, who Cannon occasionally does keep for England, he even kept in the Test match, Ron, if you remember in the Ashes. Um, and then you had Shell, but but you, you had two wicket keeping options, right, in the same team. Because you had Sam Billings, and then you also had Sheldon Jackson, who's like this domestic stalwart who's been like a Ranji, you know, heavy run scorer and so forth. But he doesn't even sometimes don the gloves in Ranji itself. So it's, it's yeah. kind of weird. I think that those two things sort of play into each other, right? No Pat Cummins. Hmm. So you pick Sam Billings, right? Because he's an overseas player, he can bat. He's a, he's a solid overseas bat. That's true. So you pick him and you, because he's the most replaceable of your overseas options, right? Because you can't really drop Sunil Narayan and you can't really drop um, Russell uh, when Pat Cummins comes back. So Sam Billings is sort of like that sacrificial lamb. He's out there to bowl, but not to bowl, to, to, to bat, basically, in place of Pat Cummins. Pat Cummins comes in, everyone else moves up one in the order. Matt Cummins comes in at number uh, number eight. Yeah, but pretty 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 good point actually. Yeah, but it did come across as odd, right? Like I'm, I'm yeah, no, I, I mean know. like it, it like it makes perfect sense. But like the other reason I think think it is is that I think they they rate Jackson as a better keeper than mm. they rate Billings. And and, we'll, like, we'll, and we'll come on a little bit later when we're discussing the match to that, right? Because it's yeah. something I like we were mentioning when we were watching the match, right? That that did seem to be. <laughs> it seems Validated. to be a very canny decision on that, Indeed. On, on, on KKR's part. To CSK, Ron, uh, in, I, I, I was curious to get to know what your thoughts about were about this playing 11 that they picked for this inaugural game. So, as a CSK fan, uh, it, it is a bit weird, I think. Mm. And I, I don't mean this in a bad way. I, I, I don't, I'm not like slating any of these players other than one player who we will come on to. <laughs> Uh, who we have consistently slated on this pro- on this podcast, and no, it's not Shardul Thakur. I can't believe that I want Shardul Thakur back in my cricket team. Yeah, the um, day the, how 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 bad must the replacement be in our books that we're we're actively praising and wishing Shardul came back? <laughs> yeah, uh, we, but no, uh, man. Um, sorry, sorry, sorry for doing you. Go no, on. it's all good. Um, I mean, I'm in the same position. My, my view is that um, I think, all things considered, I think this was a pretty good sign considering what happened over the over the last year, right? Since since the final, right? That final team was I call it CSK's last dance, right? It was it's in that sense of like um, like that that final season with my uh, MJ and Bulls, hmm. in that sense basketball. Yeah that they've now made a documentary on ESPN uh, yeah. about uh, the last dance. This is the last chance that this core of players is going to, to play together. Um, I think a similar thing ha- has happened because none of the, when you look at the squad, right? There are three, there are four players, sorry, five players out of the 11 that played for CSK last season. Guy yeah. Jadeja, Raidu, Domi, and Bravo. That's true. Yeah, so it, it is really a new squad 
But how how does that, in your opinion, translate to like the playing eleven? Were there any things that you found a bit controversial? Yeah, I mean, my my point is that when you have such a new squad, you you have to bring in new players, right? And hmm. and those new players may not fit into what the model for CS CSK is. Monday, I do think they should have probably gone with KM Asif over him. For all, there weren't a lot of complaints with the squad because again, it's a new team that that. It used to be you, you you'd have a CSK squad where you know that like three three of the bowlers have over 100 caps for CSK. They know exactly the game plan. They know the system that Fleming wants them to play and how Coley uh, not Coley how Loney wants them to, to use that system. Yeah. That's no longer the case. Uh, case so you kind of expect a little bit of change. Let's move on to the pitch. Uh, the match played at the Wankhede historically in IPL matches, even in a lot of other uh, matches that are played on this particular ground. It's, it's it's known for producing a really good batting track, um, which has reasonable bounce, um, reasonable carry, reasonable pace, especially good in comparison to a lot of other Indian tracks. Um, and when I saw you the can, pitch, you can say the Chaypak. <laughs> Well, Ron, you put words into my mouth that I will gleefully accept. Or the club, <laughs> we can we can also we can also make fun of the, uh, the club. Yeah, we, we can make fun of both Delhiites and, and people from Chennai on this show. <laughs> no equal um, opportunity, to make fun of because <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. But it, it it tends to be generally a good track, and especially in IPL, it tends to be a bit of a belter, right? Like one eighty scores, you one ninety scores up very likely to be seen, especially early on in the season when the, the pitch is at its freshest. Um, and when I looked at the pitch at first glance, right, it it you, it you was easy to see why you would assume that to be the case again. Um, the smattering of grass that was on it was pretty even, the covering, so to speak. So it, it promised what would be a really even, flat-looking surface. But there were telltale signs, Rowan, that also indicated that the pitch would have something in it for the Pacers, a little bit more than even usual. Um, yeah. Because it was marginally greener, right? Like there was more coarse green grass that was marginally that was present there, and it was a little bit damper. So that, to m- that would imply to me that there was some moisture in the wicket, right? And that, in turn, sort of generally tends to help with, in terms of a little bit more movement for the quicks. Um, there's a little bit of tackiness, right? So the odd ball stops in and out. So it becomes a little bit more two pace the wicket. Um, and that's really how it did play out. Although, all in all, it was a pretty good pitch. Um, and it was one where, as the match went on, you could tell that it would become progressively more flatter. Um, and it would do less and less as the ball got old, especially, right? So I, I thought a par total here would have been around the 155, 165 mark. And yeah, I agree with you on that. I think that's that, that, that looked par. Yeah, and and with that all in mind, right? I thought Ayer's decision at the toss to bowl first made plenty of sense. So let's come to the way the game played out itself. Um, and I'll start from the very start because uh, at the very start of the match, Omesh Radhav left a pretty marked impression on me. Um, he produced what I can only describe as a superb opening spell. 
it was three overs that were given to him in the power play and the way that he bowled right he was it was so impressive because he was so mature right I, i've seen umesh yadav you know since i was young in the indian side when he first came in as a tearaway quick yeah. and umesh you know, and control and mature is not is not a word that comes up much often no much it, 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 it it does out of the person yes umesh yadav the bowler no not so much but it it was really a, a noticeably you know uh, a noticeably intelligent spell of fast bowling um because he recognized the pitch had a combination of good bounce right but it was also a wicket where the ground itself right had sh- comparatively shorter straight boundaries than wider ones so what he did was that he refrained from pitching the ball up to try to make it curve sharply and he instead really concentrated on bowling back of a length on around an off to middle stump line delivered from close to the stumps and so by doing this i felt ron he aided he he was able to make even the slightest seam or swing movement because he's coming so close to the stumps in both directions appear more exaggerated than it would be if he was moving a little bit more wider to the crease than he that he usually likes normally to bowl in um and in what it also did is sort of allowed him to with that sort of length that he was bowling from that particular angle and in that line he was sort of able to constrict the free flowing offside stroke play that's preferred by the likes of Guy Quad and Conway earlier on in the innings right and yeah. and I, and because he was able to do that really well even when he bowled the odd one that wasn't quite in that camp of consistency he was able to force them essentially to go after that rare delivery that they perceived to be a delivered at a wider line or even at a slightly shorter length um having said all of that you know we, one of the things we talk about in the show is you you can bowl really well but you need to have often support from your captain with fields right um we we, we said this so many times Ron, when we've watched yeah no i mean i think i think we we said this so many times about one specific bowler and one specific captain <laughs> That's true. Yeah, it's sort of like it's sort of, it, like if, if people are making memes, this is one of the memes that they'd be making about uh, about us. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But but in in that regard, right? I thought that Ayer did a really good job supporting him. Um, yeah, I, I genuinely do think that Trace Ayer is one of the best captains in the IPL uh, moment, because yeah. he does stuff like this and he knows the game pretty well. Yeah, and 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 to the, to that point, right? He set fields with ample protection deep on both sides square of the wicket, and so it, it discouraged. you know the likes of Conway who likes pulling for example really well to pull the aerial like use the aerial back foot shot that he he could execute really well aggressively that that could have thrown off Omesh if he was bowling a back of a length delivery so all around i thought it was really good execution of a sensible plan from Hatch by Omesh and um Ayer accounting for the conditions at hand so that that was my thoughts initially about how the, the standout performance from a KKR standpoint in the bowling department. Now in terms of the batting department Ron I I know you have some thoughts about that. So what what did you Yeah, think? I yeah, I think I think as you said Umesh deserves full credit for how he bowled, but I also don't think that Daikoa probably applied themselves in the way that I have seen them do both internationally and domestically. Um yeah. in these in those sort of pressurized situations. Fair. Um it's a little bit unfair on Daikoa. He's a young player. Right? That's true. But You know, he, he just came off being the best player in the IPL last season. It, it, it's unfair, but at the same time, when you reach those standards, expectations, expectation, yeah. yeah, 
Yeah. So I think I think they need to do better. That's something that that I think I hopefully it'll come along as the season goes on. But yeah, not not a great now, start. They, yeah. Um, but the other thing that I think was really really cool was how well Robert Utapa came in in that situation where oh we've lost two wickets for not much and yeah. really really trying to get momentum back in the uh, CSK camp um, and it took some very slick keeping from Mr. Jackson to uh, dismiss him yeah that that like lightning fast you know like stumping someone someone said on uh, I think it was on Quick Info they, yeah. they referred to it as Amazonian-esque because <laughs> it, it was one of those keep those stumpings that Donny used to do in his prime he was just like okay I got, I got, I got the ball and the bail's already off. Your foot has come off the ground by one millimeter and you're out. <laughs> and it's just like, what do you do to stop that? You can't. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Fair enough. But, uh, um, yeah, he, he but played. I, but I also think, I think, I think we need to give a, a, a moment to a shout out to a particular player, Shivon Dube, who remains the most pointless player in the IPL. He's not very good, right? is he? No, no. I, I don't understand why teams keep consistently going out. Like, first of all, I don't hate Shivam Dube the person. I don't know Shivam Dube. I don't hate Shivam Dube. I don't. I don't think that he should be uh, kicked out of cricket entirely, right? No, obviously. You no, know it's his job. It's his job, and you know, I don't have his job. I'd love to have his job if I was any good, but you know, he. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to disrespect the hustle, right? <laughs> But, but, but it, it does seem... But it, it makes no seem. sense that teams are so so consistently fixated on getting this one guy who seems to be both below average with the bat and below average with the ball. And below average as a fielder too. From what and I below see. average as a fielder. That's, it, it, it's like, what do you bring to the team that yeah. justifies teams being interested in getting him year he, after year after year? Yeah, because right? he, he nearly got run out and then he got out to like a <laughs> terrible shot. In the space of three balls, he gets out in almost two different ways. Yeah, yeah. Not not a great start for him to this season. I do think a lot of the reason that CSU got a target to, to get at is the two old war horses, Jadeja and Tony, got back up, came on and were like, okay, we need to consolidate, and then we need to go and accelerate, and maybe we got 100 runs, maybe a little bit more to bowl at on this wicket. They ended up right around that that mark. Um, I think some very good batting at the death by the only to put away some very bad balls by the KKR bowlers, uh, in particular uh, Shivamavi. Yeah. Um, and coming back to the point about uh, about Umesh, I thought he bowled really well. I think the rest of that bowling lineup kind of let them down. Yeah, um, and, and specifically in the case of Mavi, right? Uh, that bowling at the death was oh my god it was so bad problem it was not it was not very good he bowls a wide okay that's understandable sometimes that happens right i will never blame a bowler for bowling a wide then he bowls no ball then he bowls a no ball and he gets hit for a four on that no ball yeah just he opened the door back up into csk having oh wait we could actually still win this match yeah, or at least get to one even or two a, things to go our way. Yeah, or or at least even get to a, get a total of respectability, right? To your point. Yeah. Um, but you know, for me, right, Rowan, um, it's it's kind of disappointing because this was an issue for him in the previous season, 
Um, yeah. and, and, and it's, it happens for the very similar reasons, right? He, he tends to stray too full and wide at the death and he delivers with like a very floaty trajectory, right? Um, and it, it sort of makes him prone to being smashed in those last Do you think that weeks. adding something like an off cutter would, uh, would help him out? It would actually, and he did experiment with it last like season actually. So, and he bowled it well, and it actually worked a lot of the time, right? Because and on this surface, right, it would actually help a lot, right, Rowan? Because the ball gripped here a little bit, right? Yeah. It gripped in the air, it stopped in the air. So having an off cutter, it could have bounced a little bit awkwardly. It could have come at varying paces, and then suddenly somebody like Dhoni, right, um, and doesn't yeah, find it, it so it, easy. It, 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 did think that that's sort of spoiled what was a really good performance initially from Omesh um, and the the final total that CSK had before 130 yard it wasn't great but no. it was it is some... defendable yeah, CSK will... has defended lower totals yeah well I mean it, it was something that they could defend even if it was 20 or 30 runs under par for what was course for what was the par total on course for yeah. this particular pitch um, so yeah all in all, disappointing showing from CSK in their first innings. P- decent showing from the really good showing, depending on the bowler in question, from KKR. But it set up an interesting second half of the match. So let's come to the KKR chase and conversely the CSK defense of that relatively mediocre total um and you know the first thing i want, want to talk to talk to you about ron um is i saw the when i was watching the chase right there was a stark contrast that had developed between the first innings of this match and the second innings of this match right um omesh as we talked about bowled brilliantly in that first half of the match um expressing those first power play overs and really set the tone and and put CSK in a position where they couldn't really recover to get a good total on the board. It was going to be super important for Chennai, right, to have somebody in those first six overs to be able to do the same thing that Omesh did, if not better, in order to equally apply this pressure and the screws on KKR to make their chase as difficult as possible because the total that they had or the amount of runs they had to play with in the first place wasn't that great. Um, and so they entrusted the responsibility of getting those desperately needed new ball breakthroughs, given the l- new the low total, to Adam Mill and Tushar Deshpande. And, the, you know, comparing Deshpande in this match to Omesh Yadav is, is actually really interesting, right? Because Deshpande, again, similar kind of role and was expected to sort of provide those breakthroughs. And he 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 didn't. He seemed to be actually a really lackluster substitute for Deepak Chahar, who's out of the season and normally would bowl for CSK in those power play overs, as you've alluded to. Um, and and just in general, man, like I mean, I I know the stats won't show this, right? They'll they'll show that he bowled somewhat decently and he wasn't really collared by any batsman as such uh, for too many runs. He he got he bowled a lot of dots in the power play, right? But he bowled really innocuously and and he just very often just bowled a line in contrast to the field that was set for. Yeah. So he leaked runs at, at critical times when there was pressure being built up because of that, right? So I can think of the example um, of him bowling to Venkatesh Iyer, right? In the second 
uh, or the third and the fifth overs respectively right so the field was set for him right from Jadeja they gave him three men inside the 30 yard circle on the leg side and there was a massive gap between backwards point and extra cover there were there were no slips there as well and and so that field would necessitate Deshpande to sort of pitch the ball around a middle to leg line from over the wicket to Ayer right because that would allow it to be coming pretty straight Ayer would have to flick him he wouldn't have too many shots to open up the offside play unless he had to take some sort of crazy risk to do it but what he ended up doing was he ended up bowling these like fourth stump half volleys right um so floaty full you know drive hit me drive balls right and and because of that Ayer I thought was able to easily dispatch those two that really big vacant gap between that point and that extra cover the backwards point and because he he was sort of letting off that sort of pressure on one end right chennai weren't really able to get a wicket in kolkata's power play and and that i thought just really set things up for kkr because it put them in a really favorable position towards chasing what was already a substandard total from the very start yeah um on the other end however i think rahane batted very well to get kkr off to a quick start so that's a positive for for them going forward um yeah veteran indian player comes in does his job um you want to go into him because i know he's your uh he's your favorite player yeah yeah no i, I mean i'm it's always nice to see rahane bat and, it, and it's always nice to see him back in high profile matches right he's been axed from the indian cricket team there was a good chance we wouldn't see him you know in any high profile matches apart from some domestic matches and you'd finish off his career like that but he got a chance because Alex Hales um would have been their first choice opener left uh, the IPL um and so he he got a chance to open here and you know he started out a little bit not he wasn't as comfortable right he initially struggled a little bit because the pitch had played slightly awkwardly at the start with the new ball um and so he struggled against some of the back of the length deliveries that came in at a slightly different pace even though they were delivered by the same pace because of the nature of the pitch it was too paced and slightly inconsistent but to his credit right rowan i i thought he he settled in pretty quick um and then he cashed in the moment the bowlers made even like a slight mistake so i'm talking like whenever they overpitched he drove yeah. them full bodily he had that really great straight drive you know that gorgeous straight drive so he he played shots like that but then he also i noticed that there was it seemed like a conscious strategy from him every time they pitched the ball where it wasn't just back of a length but it was a little shorter than that right he'd pull them over you know mid wicket and in deep square leg there was a big gap that jadeja left and he exploited that fully and and hammered him there um and I, and he was really responsible for getting kkr into a position where the win win seemed like a certainty um even though the substandard total would have suggested that he was the one who made it really look like okay you know csk won't going to have a chance defending this but i'm sure he'll be disappointed though you know like he didn't get his 50 he didn't stay at the end of the crease and and the way he got out too right like that delivery from jd was not good it was it was dragged down he pulled it straight to the hands of the midwicket so that was a bit disappointing to see but i thought it was good innings overall from rahane as a whole um yeah. But yeah. I, I agree. I thought that he persisted quite well until he fell for 44. I think Rana and Billings played quite well for their 20s as well. Um then Iron and Jackson obviously just saw KKR home uh for a pretty comfortable win. Uh your thoughts are, however on the uh in the CSK bowling side beyond uh our, our good friend at the start. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's a tale of two halves, right? Um, because I mean, there's, you know, obviously the chase was one-sided and pretty damning for Chennai because most of their bowlers looked innocuous, but there was one bowler that did stand out, um, and it's a guy who's been standing out for a while actually. For CS can manage to do it, even though he's what like forty at this point. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's not, you know, it's usually the age which you retire at, but he's, he's been doing a really good job. Uh, Dwayne Bravo. Um, and he he proved really to be the one bowler who like seemed to consistently pose a wicket taking threat from CSK. Um, his, his in particular like his couple of overs right that he bowled immediately after the power play from we're talking from over six to ten really um, were were very useful because they yielded two critical wickets of batsmen that were you know the danger men so to speak from uh, KKR right. Venkatesh Iyer being one of them, he was last year's, you know, IPL batting revelation, and then Nitesh Rana, who also has been kind of a dangerous player. So he he gave Chennai, I thought, hope that they could potentially make a comeback in a match where they seemed to be down and out. But yeah, so I mean that you know I thought like impact-wise he made a really good performance, but then I I also really liked his performance, Rowan, because it was a really shrewd performance, right? Like, and and you have to be shrewd as somebody like Bravo because. When he's done a career that's like almost what twenty two years long, yeah, as a professional cricketer, yeah, and and he's he's not as quick as he used to be, um, yeah. you know, and and he's not, he's he's got certain skill sets that have diminished over time, but he's, you know, gone over the years, refined his craft, and now he has a lot more, you know, ability. I think this, you know, read a batsman's weakness and then sort of ruthlessly exploit that flaw. Um, so, like in this match, we saw that, right? Because the two wickets he got were on the basis of exploiting a weakness of an opponent. Um, Venkatesh Iyer, for example, the wicket he got for that. Venkatesh Iyer, he he doesn't really use his feet very much. He plays away from the body with the the little lead front foot, um, so forth, towards deliveries that are sort of wide and that are at a good length. So we're talking six to seven sub line. And so what he did, I thought, was really good against him. Was he set him up right? So he the first ball that he bowled to him was a back of a length delivery that was around fourth stump, and then the second one he angled it across further from my ear at a fuller length. And because he was able to do that, right, um, at a you know fuller length and the shorter the length back of a length that he was bowling, right, he sort of induced that fatal shot that got Ayer out. And then the Rana, right, he. Notice the fact that Rana struggles against short pitch delivery. Last season, he had a decline in form because of that. So, what does he do? He bowls a couple of back of length deliveries, and then he bowls the slow ball bouncer. Um, and Rana just is able to only flap at it, and then it goes straight to the hands of your, you know, short fine leg. Right. So, I just thought it was a very canny bowling performance from him. Yeah, and if you watch a lot of Twain Bravo, which I do. That is something that he is known for. He's not, he's a thinking man's bowler. Exactly. Um, but let's talk about the rest of that bowling attack because, um, yeah, I I mean, I don't have anything really positive to say. I think Mitch Sander bowled okay. Um, I don't know why he's in the squad. Uh, yeah, you he, already have Jadeja, like right? Or, there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a bevy of options there. I don't fully understand why he was picked. But, Considering he, he was picked, he played pretty well um, as a spinner. Um, but I think I think Shivam Dubey. 
just yeah, like, it wasn't good again wasn't good. and i hate doing this because you know what i respect the hustle but on the other hand why are you on my team <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it, it can be a little bit frustrating, right? Yeah. Um, but but no, I, he, but I think the other the other guy that we have to talk about the, the sort of because we've talked about the other four bowlers is Adam Milne, uh, who he just doesn't seem to be up to scratch because the guys that he's replaced one he's either replacing one of three guys, right? Lungi Ngiri, Josh Hazelwood, or Dave Chahar. Yeah, and he, he, I mean, even though he has pace and, and you know, he can hustle yeah. the batsman out a little bit uh, with that or worry them at least. He's um, not one of those three and it, it kind of showed. Yeah. And, I mean, he bowled pretty well. I will give him that. But he never looked like he was taking the wicket and he never really looked threatening in that sense. He, yeah, I, I mean, he he, 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 he bowled, yeah, I, I think that's a, that's a fair summation. He bowled okay, uh, but he he didn't really look penetrative enough. And 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 for a guy who bowls that quick, that's a bit of a disappointment. And it is a disappointment for him. I've seen him bowl better than this, but yeah, it was it was a bit disappointing. Right. And it and it capped off in general, right, Ron? I thought what was a pretty disappointing defense yeah. of a total from CSK. So Pratham, uh, your takeaways for CSK from today? Yeah. So um, I mean I. There, there were a couple of things I noticed in this match, but I think the most significant um, in the context of the match was for CSK, the running between the wickets. That, that It was just really shocking, quite frankly, to see, right? Um, and it was shocking because, like, a lot of these players are athletic and fit and, and can take the quick signal. They can steal the quick single, right? Um, you know, like the likes of Jadeja and Uthapa today, for example, right? Who Who are amongst the fittest in their age group in Indian cricket today, it could be argued, were really hesitant and jumpy in attempting to complete certain singles, right? Which is, again, not something that you expect from them. And and it, it was it was common. Like, there were about five or six of them, uh, yeah. you know, run-out chances that were really obvious and not particularly well-reasoned why there was a run being taken in the first place. Um, so I, I don't think it has to do with, like, the athleticism or the fitness or anything of that sort. Um, or the ability to take those quick singles. I think, really, the the cause for those suicidal run at you know run attempts was apart from like you know the pressure that comes with losing openers early on yeah, in the chase. Yeah, behind in the match and all that. All yeah, all apart from that, I thought it was just a lack of clear communication. Right, there were times where they just weren't communicating well enough to their partner when they wanted yeah. to take a single, and then there was also some ball watching. Right. Were from the non-striker, so you know, like they would watch the ball, right? If, if somebody called for a single, and you know, they might if the if they sensed the ball was coming towards them, right? They, they it seemed like they were hesitating a little bit because they sensed the ball um, before going for the run. Sometimes even the the striker was doing the same, right? And so that's something they need to get fixed, right? Because you need to make sure that your batsmen who are batting in partnerships have that sort of rep- rapport developed where they they understand the partner's capabilities of taking singles and they only take singles when necessary yeah i i agree with you i think that that also sort of leads to my 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 takeaway because i think there it's a symptom it's not a it's not something that is inherent in the squad i think it's part of the problem that csk currently faces namely that it is a new squad these guys don't not a lot of these guys have played together before they don't they don't fully trust each other in that sense they don't because previous years csk really good between the wickets this year doesn't look like that's a that's that's going to be happening um 
because last year, right, they won, they won the whole thing because of how they set up and more importantly, the top order, right? The top order set the platform, the middle yeah. order built the lead and the, the, and the finishers down at the end of the uh, order accelerated towards the finish, right? Yeah. Um, Kaikou and Conway on paper should be a great opening partnership, but it's still early days. Um, and you know, if they if they can't get that to click, it's going to be hard. It's going to be a strug- long, struggling season for CSK because they need those two guys to click so they can get an opportunity to get one fifty plus. Because I think you cannot win this IPL uh, if you cannot get to to that one fifty mark um, in, in in these matches so far. From what I can what I can see, because this is not going to be played on wickets like the Kotla or the um, or the Chepak, where the ball is going to be slower and it's going to be harder to score. This is going to be played in batsman-friendly conditions. Yeah. And if you yeah. are able to score 150 runs, you are going to be behind the ball every single game. No, I, so, uh, uh, spot on, man. I spot on. I, I think that that opening partnership firing is super important for them. Um, and yeah, I, I think it, it should work. If it works, it's fantastic. Not. But if it, if it doesn't work, then you do have, do have a lot of older batsmen who aren't necessarily the best uh, in terms of reflexes to accelerate as quickly as they need to in situations when they're trying to set a defendable total, right? So, yeah, re- really good point on on your end there, Rowan. Um, I think it's a, it's a really it's it's really something they're going to have to work on. In terms of KKR, though, right? I think they looked definitely they I mean they had a really good start to their campaign and and they oh, looked yeah. in really good stride and the thing that I think they'll take away from this particular match that is very crucial for them is that Sheldon Jackson the decision to pick him right seems like a very he seems like a very good addition to their their lineup right and it, it seems to be a choice that is well made because his keeping was excellent. I mean, like this yeah. was a wicket where there was a little bit of tackiness, as we spoke about, right? Where the, the pace of the ball. Keep MS Tony on a tacky wicket. Yeah, yeah. You were because... doing a pretty good job. Exactly, exactly, right? Because you know there was some that missed, like Tony missed through his legs, right? Um, it went one, they went for four, for example, and stuff like that, right? And 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 that happens when a little at time and time when there's some moisture in the wicket. But it, he didn't make a mistake whatsoever. Get Jackson, and he had those. Obviously, the highlight of his glove work being those. Stumping chances that he released, lightning fast stumping chances are fantastic. Um, of Narayan Chakravarti, right? Um, and and in all of those cases, right, the ball was keeping low and his balance. I, I was watching them. His balance was actually to the other side of the wicket, so he was actually able to, you know, be in such a great position with his hands that they were able to intercept and clearly access the ball, and he was able to complete those stumpings even if he was slightly off balance to begin with. So yeah, I, I thought he was he he served his job really well as a Glovesman, he didn't really bat enough to give an impression, but I mean, he he seems like a decent option. I I yeah, think he's vindicated there. If, if you have him down the order, number six as sort of that accumulator position, um, that's fine because you know at number seven and number eight, you have two of the most explosive batsmen in the IPL uh, in yeah. IPL history. Yeah, so. and 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 you know, obviously, you can vary it up. You know, he doesn't. He could do a Dhoni. He you know could bat at number eight and never really show up like Dhoni yeah. did in the last yeah. season. It, it, it gives you options and having him in the squad I think makes it a more balanced squad uh, which is why I was like okay that makes sense I, I can see why they were thinking about uh, picking him uh, but my my takeaway is I think that this KKR team might be the best KKR team I've ever seen <laughs> like genuinely speaking 
in, in recent years at least yeah. um they they played very well um but again it's early days so we don't know what's going to happen they, they could have an injury crisis or they could not have or they could have a bad run of bad results or bad form um and you know they just look like the team to beat right now they, yeah they they, they, they have like, they have good bowlers the batting which you could say improve could improve a little bit um did look very assured you know and but it, it, they just look like the most solid team in the IPL right now they have they have a settled squad they have long term star awards that are in the squad and the guys that they they brought in fixed problems that they've had previous in previous seasons and it, it just looks like a much more composed squad obviously the the next next few hours will probably next 24 hours we might throw a couple of spinners in the works with uh the other two teams that might have a shot um at that title and mumbai and uh delhi playing so yeah we'll see but i they're, they're my current pick to win it fair enough fair enough um i mean i don't quite share that sentiment but it is it is an interesting sentiment to say the least so that's it from us guys um tune in next week because we'll be covering the IPL match on Saturday uh for you guys that that's in store we're also planning some other segments on the show um including a rem- remembrance for Shane Warne um obviously that very tragic incident um so we, we'll try to go into detail a little bit about his life his career um and and just try to remember some of the the, the really great moments of his cricketing career as such it's it's a weird feeling but you know i'm, but yeah. I'm looking forward to that seg- uh, for the for those segments stay tuned for that and till we see you next time stay safe take care and yeah see you next time bye bye